0: The stuff that people are doing, it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, there's nobody, you no know, lights are on, the eyes are open, but you know, nobody's home. It's like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: you know, it's like they gave us their gosh, mind, no empathy. Where's the
2: empathy in a lot of these people? No, it's like we were saying earlier on, you well, know, before we started, John, I was saying about the phantom people as to how mm-hmm. when the consciousness decides that. You know, this avatar is not going to serve purpose in Mm -hmm. order to carry out the human experience that it wants to. It just simply abandons that avatar. But that avatar doesn't die because it still needs to carry out the 3D reality laws, the laws of physics of this world. So it still has to go from cradle to grave. So now I have the consciousness that feels that, you know, that's the vibration of love because Mm -hmm. all of us have love in us. We all love something or someone. Right. But when that consciousness disappears. You know, yeah. you're left with a show that doesn't have that empathy. So that's why when you look at these serial killers, yeah. you know, yeah. you ask, why did you do it? You know, and they'll just simply tell you, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know why I did that. You know, yeah. my did next you, door neighbor's dog told me to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. They just don't have the empathy. I mean, a lot yeah. of you, uh, they just don't. They struggle to fake to have empathy. You can see it. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. You know, it's embarrassing. They're, you know, it's like. They're, just, they're giving it the term uh, born to kill. Right, I'm uh, uh, there's a certain uh, group down here that that it's just natural, and they they need us like they keep us around because we have the creative energy, we have the creative spark, the divine yeah, spark. Yeah. And then it's the people that just don't have that, and you know, it's usually the people with all the money and power. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and they use us to. Uh, Recreate the uh, paradigm that they destroyed Absolutely. ten thousand years ago. All, no, so we're hey, bringing man. it all back again with our energy and our creativity. The, the things that we do naturally, we love to do. We enjoy doing it. You know, I feel it.
2: like I'm talking to John Shaughnessy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're
0: kidding. right. Yeah. You're definitely spot on, man. You're, just, you're, uh, probably, you're, you're uh, switched
2: on, as I call it. You're just some you game know. here, brother, because, uh, yeah. you know, David Icke, he, uh, he mentions the same thing, and uh, David Icke is my, uh, he's my hero, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and oh, David Icke says yeah, exactly. the exact same thing, that this force yeah. lacks yeah. imagination, and yeah. because yeah. we have yeah. imagination, you know we are dangerous to it so what it wants to do it it wants to submit us right so that we don't have that creativeness in us yeah you know because these people don't have it and what they're trying to do is that they're trying to give us their mind and their mind is like morose right right? it's uh it's sick it's uh you know it it has no creativity in it it's yeah, they only
0: they, they, they thrive on uh uh people resorting to violence. They can't stand direct, not you know, peaceful confrontation. They cannot deal with that. It's like they do no. beyond beyond their uh, comprehension. And it defeats them year century in, century out. It's just you know, the non violent confrontation. You know, we love you and and uh, we're not we're not you're not going to make me hate my fellow man. You're not gonna make me hate you. I'm not dealing with I'm not going to that level, and they and Absolutely. they just go up.
2: And they pack their tents up and go, you know. But they'll go yeah. somewhere else and
0: start, you know.
2: Stuff. You know, and, then, and John, you know, we're seeing that right now in America. You know, I love yeah. America. Right. Yeah. You know, I lived in New York City, and and I went to uh, Queens College, and mm-hmm. and you know, I love America, and and what we're seeing in America right now, just you know, talking mm-hmm. about this, you know, what you just said,
1: yeah. we have
2: this Antifa movement. You know, when you look at part of the Antifa movement for what they want, you know, it's yeah. legit, right? right? But then you have that George Soros, Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, yeah. 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 causing yeah. this violence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Causing this violence. And this kind of goes back to yeah. what we were just saying, like, because these people, this yeah. force, all it knows is violence. That's that's his yeah. only response. They want, right? yeah. so that's what we, we're seeing. We're seeing tens of thousands of people That wants to peacefully protest in the United States and to let the people know what's on their mind, but you have this, you know, point zero 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 one percent of a fraction that's going around, you know, doing shit like we wanna take down the monuments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the fuck's a monument? You know, you're gonna take down a monument. How's that gonna change your situation? Right. Yeah, you just keep that monument up. Yeah. You know, put a plaque there that says, you know, hey, this man did some dirty deeds. Yeah, but instead of taking him down, we're going to leave yeah. him there and we're going to learn from this person. Or or yeah, and that's
0: mistakes. the thing. If, if you don't remember history, it's going to repeat itself. So, yeah. take out all the mat- monuments that resent what, bad deeds, and everybody's going to, and you're going to have a monster come back
2: 10 times worse than you got rid of, you know? Yeah, man, we're going back to Alexandria, we're going back to yeah. Hitler. You know, we're going back to burning of the books and, you know, <laughs> yeah. racing, you know and, and that's not, uh, you know, really, I can go back just to uh, just a couple of years ago yeah. when uh, we had uh, ISIS and all that fucking mm-hmm. uh, st- stupid Caliph or whatever they want to call it, no. going around no. in Iraq and Iran, destroying all those uh, ancient monuments Crazy. and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. obliterating them, you know, yeah. getting rid yeah. of our history. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, horrific stuff up in Iraq,
0: and, oh. you know, yeah. I mean, so these things are around for you know, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. Who knows, even longer? know, I mean, it was the uh, you know, we, we put up phony timelines and everything to keep everybody in the 6,000 year timeline, but that you know, this is yeah. older, no, but you know. like that is <laughs> the, the origins of civilization as we know it. This is you know, the arts, the uh. You know music the you know the food and, and uh you know the uh, agri- agrarian culture you know and and the technologies and, law and order, order and, you know and uh all this other structure that uh, obviously humans need you know to, to uh to ascend to a higher level of um you know conscious thought you know so uh yeah it's it's like the pendulum swings. i mean you have People are just burned out, you know. They're just they're just doing bad behavior, and it and it's just um, you get the news stoking it. You have, like you said, you get these other organizations stoking it, and then and, and, and people are people are uh, you know downright angry, you know, and it, and it's getting mis- and it's getting mis- misguided, misdirected anger, you know, and uh,
2: that's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's misdirected, and it's more yeah. uh, so a old behavior. Yeah, so, it's, it's going off the rails. You know? Yeah, if somebody's planting a seed and saying, "Oh, you got to go out there and do that." And you know, right. and people are running yeah. out. It started
0: here, and then all of a sudden, we're way over in left field. It's like, oh, I, you know, the initial protest yeah. here, and then all of a sudden, it's got like seventy-two other things going on with it. Yeah, it's like holy shit! I thought we were
2: dealing with a pandemic here, and all of a sudden, we got the baseball happening. Where are the yeah. killer hornets? Uh, I thought mean, the killer hornets were. Uh, Take them back from the left field. <laughs> <What? laughs> Do we miss the killer hornets? You know. <laughs> so let me ask you about the moon, there, Rob. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, with the uh, yeah, with the environment today, you got to touch on the social dynamics that oh, yeah. we in, you know. But yeah, we, and we got this pandemic going on, you know.
2: Yeah. So, but yeah, let's go back to the moon. You know. You think yeah. uh, the moon has any? You know how to say Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, it's a full moon. You go out there. Your energy is really high, and uh, you know uh, we got werewolves and stuff connected to that. Yeah. Now, do you think that when the moon is at its maximum, that it exerts some sort of like a an emotional, energetic, absolutely, yeah, you know, effect on us to where we start behaving? Because I remember you saying in your book that if women yeah. go and if they look at the moon on there regularly, yeah. you know, then their menstrual cycle will fall in line with the moon. Right, right, right yeah. Right now, there's a lot of women right. whose menstrual cycle isn't in line, and they just, right. you know, at yeah. any time of the month kind of deal. And yeah. so what I found interesting, you know, and it really stood out for me, yeah. because when women go into menopause, their, uh, you know, their, their menstrual cycle really gets screwed up, right? right? So would it be helpful for women who are going through... <clears throat> Mm-hmm. menopause, mm-hmm. or if, even if not, yeah. to go out and observe the moon every night for like a couple of minutes, yeah. to put them into the psyche, right, right of the connection with the moon, yeah. and then yeah. their menstrual cycle will fall in line.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, the moon, the, the gravitational flow of energy uh, based on the moon's phases is pretty phenomenal. It's, it's especially women, they have an endocrine system. Uh, they got a lot more, you know. They got a lot more, um, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, what would you call it like, uh, soft tissue, you know, organs and things of like that. You know, there's a lot more, uh, material and, um, That's going on with women, yeah. yeah there's, there's, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, you, know, it, you know, I'm, being, I'm always always interested in women, you know, from the get go. So it's like, oh, yeah. uh, me too, brother. Me too. The oh, way to fight God. I didn't know they had that. I didn't know they did that, you know. So anyways, yeah, it's like they, they got a Ferrari and we, we got the old uh, Ford pickup truck for getting around. We so, got a Chevrolet brother. We <laughs> got much more sophisticated and sensitive uh systems that uh have fluid in them and and basically, you know, look at the ocean it pulls and tugs and so they do get uh you know um, um, a higher a higher uh you know feeling Uh, based on the phases of the moon, like the Native Americans, um, they would, would, would follow the phases, like, and and you would get in, you could, you could shift it just by your own, you know, control over the body you have, you can shift it. So everybody has, you know, the menstrual cycle in the same time, you know what I mean? And they would, they would, you know, they would go to a separate place in the uh, compound and go through that week or whatever, seven days so that that's um factual evidence from uh most of your tribes out there if not all of them so uh yeah there, there's definitely something that you know your mind's fluid the the, the your brain so if you have uh, you know the moon coming in plus the light you know at nighttime you get this light and um you know so that throws you off throws off your your uh, circadian rhythm going on you you want to go to sleep it's like 10 o'clock at night but it's like I can, you know you can drive down the road without the lights on you know without the yeah so, I mean, there is something to it. I mean, there is a wolf's head on the man of the moon, like up in the top right region of his head. There is this actually a, 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 wolf on there, on, on the actual uh, images on the moon. There's a wolf's head right up in there on that, um, you know, on Kansu's head or our Moon's head, whoever you want to choose. But, uh, so the moon is uh, definitely connected with the, um, uh, with the, uh, the, uh, you know, like the canine, the, the wolf and, uh, it's it's absolutely fascinating stuff. Like I got a lot of videos on YouTube and uh, pictures and things of that nature. And I've been prodding not, uh, you know NASA and uh, ESA and a couple of the other space agencies. Like you know I mean you guys can come up with the original idea. I'm just I'm just I'm just pointing out the obvious evidence. Like why don't you just concede and say yeah there's images on the moon and they're visible to the human eye during uh, moon rises. During a moonrise, if you're at the ocean, because of the lensing effect of the atmosphere, you could see these images as plain as day, and they're and they're quite um, um, amazing. Like you, if you look into the eye of uh, Consul, he's got one good right eye; his left eye got blasted out by a a meteorite, and uh, so some damage up there. Again, it's another place we got to go out and do some work. We have uh, we got the pyramids to do, and then we got to go back. fix the artwork up on the face of the moon. So the moon does uh, the moon did and, and, and here's another thing 50% of the moon is covered with dark uh, regions the, the 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 side that faces the earth and then the other side of the moon is only like maybe one percent of a dark region. So what I found in the stellies in the in the temple in Dendera Seti's temple was the far side of the moon and then I go okay so there was an age where the far side of the moon actually faced the moon, face the Earth all the time, and then I got into the uh, into the uh, the science behind that, and it's like that would mean that the moon would be 50% brighter than it is today, right? So it would be almost daylight um, all all night long, like you could, you know literally. I mean the, the dark sides of the moon, the dark regions of the moon, do not reflect the light; they absorb it. So there is, there is an age, and I think it's through the ice age, where um, you have the, the uh, dark side of the moon, which is the light side of the moon, the far side of the moon facing the earth, and it's twice as bright at night. So, um, you know, what why, why that's um, set up like that, I'm not sure. But there is evidence that, you know, we don't always see this side of the moon. It, it actually rotates at different um, eras through the um, through the millennia, you know.
2: Yeah, I heard something like that. I, I, I heard that uh, I heard that the moon does rotate, but yep. it's rotating yeah. at such yeah. a slow pace that you know, it rotates every month. Yeah. Right? It's, so it's, you know it's actually it is rotating. tidal it's, kind of, it's it's kind of it's not like tidal lock with
0: us, but yes, it does rotate.
2: Yeah, and but the, it's so slow that it's almost, right. you know, we can't see it or we'd have to live like the Anunnaki, you know, like the hundreds yeah. of thousands of years yeah. for us to really, um, you know, observe its, you know, its turn. The Russians actually took the picture of the far
0: side of the moon from Earth because the far side of the moon is, is uh, because of the angle of the sun, you can't see it, but it's actually facing the Earth. But you only see it. You only see the moon based on the light hitting it. So they yeah. had lenses and uh, telescopes, uh, ultraviolet, infrared that actually took the pictures of the far side of the moon. Um, you know, and, and put it together. So it's fascinating. So, with that all being said, is uh, again, it's another technological um, leap of, of technology here on Earth that you get more. You get more uh, uh, moonlight. A brighter light at nighttime, and um, I haven't really put all that together. Like, what's the reason behind that? Why would you want it? And uh, what's the effect? But uh, going full circle, the moon the moon controls your emotions 24 365 Like, you, I mean, I I think we can all all agree that we get get on the road, we're driving the highway. And it's like, why is everybody going so slow? Why does it feel like I'm going slow? I'm doing fifty. Yeah, miles well. miles. Like Get out of my way, you know. And I'm like, okay. I was in the same traffic yesterday. Why am I? Why am I? My perception off. Well, there's a gravita. You're in the middle of a gravitational change, a, a space time, and it flexes time. I mean, that gravitational pull, even though it's it's minute, it flexes time, and it flexes your perception of time in your brain, and it's it. And especially when it's coming over the uh, horizon or or uh you know or if it's you know overhead during the daytime it, it does it does mess with your perception of movement and how you um, perceive things so it it is a lot of psychology and it's all unknown i mean there's there's a you know a whole you know there's volumes of books waiting to be read uh waiting to be written on uh the actual effects of this this uh you know gravitational pull and tug that we are, are exposed to it goes through through the earth, through the stone, through the tile on your floor, it goes right through you all the time. You know, it's either going, you're either going low tide or high tide. It's stretching. You're being stretched. You're like, ooh, your head's going out. You know? It's like you got no tolerance one day, and then the next day you can let a bee sit on it and sting you and you be like, that's oh, okay. He's going to leave, you know. I mean, <laughs> you know, but it does affect your emotions, and I think women are more susceptible to it um, wolves, you know, wolves seem to, you know, uh, tie into it, you know, and uh, I, I don't, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, with this, there's, there's that wolf in everybody of humans. Yeah. We, have, we have that wolf, uh, you know. That's why if you look at the moon, you'll see the wolf on the right side of his head, up on there with the eyes and everything. And,
2: uh, what is that on page one
0: twenty-five? Yeah, I'll see if I can find a picture of it. But, uh, but yeah, okay. it's, it's all there. I got it right here. Okay, here I'll uh let me see if I can. I'll try to. If you look, if you look right here, like uh, right there, you'll see an eye right there, and then there's another eye here, and then there's the bridge of his nose. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, now the that. full
0: the full face, the full face is there, right? So it's there. It's like a black and white wolf, you know. It's like the human mind, you know. You get the the dark side and the bright side, you know. What age is that, John? Uh, this is on um, page. This is the big book. This is like a coffee table book. This is seventy-seven in the bigger book. It's like a, it's like a larger uh, coffee table book. It's available on YouTube. I'm mean, yeah, YouTube, Lulu. <laughs> but it's
2: um, not on my seventy-seven. But uh, I remember that one.
0: I, I let me see if I can find the chapter. I think it's in chapter fourteen. Chapter fourteen. It's after the picture of uh, that's the guy's face on the moon right there. This guy right here, that's uh, that's uh, our moon.
2: That's Let me uh, enlarge that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's the face of the moon, but up on the on the right, up on his right, you have the uh, yeah. If you leave the full full thing up, I can put it there. And uh, yeah, you can see the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I see it. You can see. I mean, you can see it. I mean, it's is plain. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable artwork up there. Yeah. It's incredible. Like uh, the, the the head of the, the human being up there, the the man, the the, the head of man, uh, Kansu or uh, Amun. Now, I, I go with Kansu because you know the Egyptian tale is that uh, Kansu gave. Yeah, Amun gave through the moon to drive so I was like okay well maybe that's that's his picture up there I mean they you know they're pretty identical I've seen the stellies in uh, Egypt and they you know they, they, they both have a pretty identical um, you know uh, geometry to their faces but so anyways you can go either way but um, yeah so they're going full circle the uh, from ear to ear that face is 660 miles 666 miles wide ear to ear and um, you know, it's just an um, enormous, an enormous piece of art. Now, they, you know, like everything they do on the planet Earth, everything, you know, the Egyptians did, everything they did on the moon all had a purpose. And that was to cut down the light reflecting back down to Earth, you know. So you get a decent night's sleep, you know. I mean, it, we see how bad it is with half the light at, at a full moon. Imagine that uh, 50% or 100% brighter.
1: Yeah, yeah. have you know, about
0: it like that. You know, so uh, there is a reason they cut that light down so we can get, uh, you know, so our circadian rhythms kind of stay into uh, some kind of a – I
2: was uh, going to ask you that question earlier, and uh, you just kind of answered it, and I was going to say, like, why, you know, leave all these images on uh, on the moon? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, what's the, what's the point behind it? Like, yeah, what's the yeah. Aim for that? yeah, in the book, uh, you know, you have the uh, –
0: uh, what do you call it? You have uh, the Zodiac symbols, Cancer and um, Capricorn. Cancer is the crab that's in the northern hemisphere of the uh, Moon. It's also in the northern hemisphere of the Earth. It's the Tropic of Cancer, right? Nobody knows where these these names come from or who come up with them or whatever. But, you know, as above, so below. So on the bottom uh, southern part of the Moon, you have Capricorn um, as viewed in the northern hemisphere and then on the uh the southern hemisphere on earth you have the tropic of cancer i mean tropic of capricorn so sorry about that
2: which is a goat
0: so it's like you know so there's again there's a there's a reflection it's almost a reflection of you know earth and moon they're, they're, yeah and then you have man you're in the age of man and then you have the uh sea there's a sea up there that connects the two symbols cancer and capricorn and um you know, it's this clip right here. You know, it's on all your tabletop globes, right?
2: And it's a torque between the two... It's a torque between the two images. Yeah? Sure. And John, I just uh, um, made the video bigger. You'll,
0: you'll see the clip, the C clip there. And um, that's up on the moon, this C clip that holds the globe. Yeah. And there's also dark dots in the sea that tells you... Um, what tilts the Earth actually goes into. So took, there, there are some extreme tilts that the Earth goes into, and um, one of them similar to um, Uranus, which is which is the South Pole well, we flipped over. Yeah, yeah. Is 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 uh, pointed right at the Sun. It's like a 90 degree uh, tilt, and then six months of the year, or three months of the year, it's pointed at the Sun, and then when it rotates around the Sun. The northern uh, hemisphere is pointed at the sun, so you have so you have like three months of darkness on one pole, and then three months of darkness on the other pole, and then you have the other three months. And this is uh, replicated at uh, Göbekli Tepe, where you have the uh, the two T stands in the middle of the circles. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, on one as you're rotating on the just say the left side of the sun, you know, the T is lined up with the stones in that circle. And then when you come around. Uh, on the right side of the sun, the T is uh, lined up with uh, the other half of the circles.
1: Uh... I have
0: uh, I have two videos on that on on YouTube on uh, what's what's the uh, what's going on with that. But they're they're actually those things are built t- to a uh, tilt of 90 degrees, and that is a, you're talking about a super harsh. You're living underground, and there's actually a um, uh, uh, underground um, you know city. About well, two miles away from Gobekli Tepe, that I believe housed 20, 20,000, okay. people,
2: 20,000 people. There's another one in, uh, what's it called, Darren Cuyu? Is, Is that what you're talking okay. about, Darren Cuyu? It's like twenty, twenty-five thousand 25,000 people.
0: Yes, yeah, that's the one. Yeah,
2: right? that, like, livestock down there. And yeah, last, like, yeah. The,
0: yeah, yeah. You're you're in a very violent part of uh, Earth's, um, you know, uh, tilt environment. So there's extreme tilts uh, that this planet goes through. And that's a major ice building, um, you, know, uh, you know, tilt, because you're you have three months of no sunlight at all on each pole. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty fanatic, but uh, phenomenal. And, and the winds. So you have, you have some real, uh, you know, treacherous environment. So you would actually have to go underground to survive. That type
1: of uh, you know
2: uh, kind of makes sense because we got the Hopi talking about the same thing, right? Where the Ant people came and they took them underground and yeah. you know kind of lived down there for you know they don't really say for how long, but I'm assuming
1: yeah. a couple
2: hundred thousand years, and then uh, and then they came out, reemerged, and came out onto the land, and then uh, you know and then it kind of coincides with Derinkuyu. Kuyu. Uh, mm-hmm. There's another city yeah. uh, in. Uh, Germany, I believe uh, that's underground and there's another one in India. Uh, there's, there's like a bunch of them, like, you know, Darren Kuyu is not the, uh, not the only yeah. one, you know, they're littered. It's like yeah. almost like a catacomb in, into yeah. the uh, uh, crust of the earth, right? right? And then, uh, you know, if perhaps that's where that, uh, you know, the inner earth kind of, you know, spawns off from where only a certain amount of people came out and the rest remained. Uh, yeah. Underground and uh, carried on with civilization and dug their way under deeper and deeper and yeah well actually but some temperature down here is
0: you know you it's 70 degrees so you don't have to like cut wood and burn you just you just go down your biggest thing is just getting airflow yeah and, uh, you know keeping the uh, mold and things of that nature down but your body you know your body the human body will uh, you know survive if they got
2: water down there I'm sure they got oxygen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they got water. You get yeah. You set up the airflow. You know, you get you can get airflow. You get a passage open in the west and one in the east. You're gonna have a, a natural ventilation system set up. And but obviously it worked because they 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 you know it's it's been proven that people did occupy and live down there for how many you know ages? Who knows how many centuries or what? I
2: I would uh, roll into hundreds of thousands of years, if not uh, you know millions of years. Mm. Uh, you know because I, I don't think um, yeah cuz we have evidence that humanity's been around for a minimum 500 million years and over that course of time
1: yeah. i
2: can see us you know dealing with catastrophes right. as a civilization you know again and again just as we you know during a season we deal yeah. with hurricanes and typhoons and such
1: you know right. for again,
2: if we look at it on a bigger pixel then for these guys, you know, these types of events would be the same thing. So they go hide underground for a few hundred thousand years.
1: Right. Then they
2: come out, you know, they yeah. do their thing and then shit hits the fan again. They go back down and, you know, and they start all over again. It's just a cycle that continuously repeats itself again and again. And then when there's an ice age. It kind of clears out the planet, so the physical evidence that we're looking for of like humans surviving millions of years, wow, I mean, wow. it just gets, uh, you know, crushed away, and it turns it out into a mile like of ice
1: over it, again.
0: Yeah, you get a mile of ice over New York City, and then you know, a hundred thousand years, later,
2: there's yeah. nothing left, not nothing. Yeah, you know? you know, you might find a, you know, a piece of a penny if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, something embedded in a rock and they go, Oh, look yeah. at that. It came from out of space. You don't
2: know. Got no, yeah. you know? some copper in there.
0: It's like Planet of the Apes was spot on with uh Charlton Heston. You know, he can you know, they were flying yeah. out of space and the ship broke and you know their, their uh, you know their systems uh, failed and he ended up surviving with a couple other when they come back down, and it's and then they find the Statue of Liberty on the edge of the edge of the uh forest, you know? So, you know, it's been all destroyed, just you know, um, whatever. Either man destroyed it or 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 the uh the ice age came in and, and just just uh pulled it all down. But I this this is this is indicative of the planet. It's it's always um recycling. Everything on the surface, all the plates on the surface eventually you're gonna get out of the core. You know, everything that's on the surface is eventually gonna. The way the uh, you know the tectonic boundaries are—you got the immersion plates and the subduction plates—and it rolls back down. And so everything that's up here now is going to the core, and everything that we see um, up here was in the core at one time. So
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You know, constant rebirth, death and rebirth,
2: death and rebirth. And um, I mean, yeah, and we see the evidence of that even in the pyramids. We got fossils, right? In uh, you know, in the pyramids. Uh, buddy, my Nildi, she just did a uh, a two-hour webinar. Uh, yeah. Called uh, prehistoric Egypt and she's pointing out like all these fossil whales or these uh, fossils of whales uh, right. you know, In the stone in itself. There's like uh, little kryptonites, I believe she called them or uh, You know some name like that. They're like little itty bitty tiny little shells Reapers, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Yeah,
2: uh, you know, she lives in uh, Cairo and uh, she just got to go out a couple of days ago or yesterday or something like that. And she was happy that she got to go and uh, check out all these other temples. And she's oh, taking wow. pictures. Yeah, so yeah. she's kind of focused in on uh, all these fossils, right? So now when she's everywhere, she's looking. Look, yeah. she's like just seeing fossils, like, everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. inside, on the pyramids, outside. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wow, holy shit, man. Yeah, yeah yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that stuff at one good particular time, all yeah. that limestone was under the water at some given time and right. I came on it left it, they quarried it, built yeah. it and, uh, you yeah. know maybe that was I personally you know after reading your book, yeah. you know for me the uh, uh, you know the the lining of the pyramid, you know the uh, the soft stone lime, uh, limestone that they have in there,
1: Interior
0: Casing, yeah, cement, sedimentary rock. So it's, yeah, it's for me, uh, of, it's built from you know, just uh, crustaceans, you know, that's what I means
1: That uh, layers and,
0: layers
2: and layers and layers, you know, yeah, it's, it's nice one that the original builders actually didn't have that. On the pyramids and it was like later on the people right. who repurposed it they found it yeah. and then decided to restore it and then they're the ones who kind of you know yeah. gave yeah. it that limestone uh, yeah. yeah it is is uh, the, the
0: Queen's Chamber has the is is the only pyramid with the, um, the external casing still on it on the top quarter of it it's yeah really I went I was taking pictures zooming up on it and I was just absolutely blown away by the, uh, I mean, they talk about the marvel of putting the stones together. I mean, the technology that went into putting the casing stones on, you know, they get eight, 10, 12 sides to them. they got, uh, they yeah. put up, lever up and they go in and they, you know, it's like doing a roof, you know, you start at the bottom and work your way yeah. up Yeah, and uh, they're all interlocked and, and uh, they got grout in between them and, and they do a the, uh, spectral analysis on that. They, they can't, um, uh, they don't, they, They've proven that the uh, it's artificial. Some of the some of the uh, components of that. Uh, do you think crop. it
2: was the original builders who put that on there, or do you think it was uh, like later on on whoever decided to renovated it or recycle yeah. or repurpose it? It was it was kind of like you know maybe somebody in our
1: technological
0: uh, level of sophistication because we have uh, polymers and grouts and uh, you know a lot of things that will withstand the uh, you know ultraviolet and the uh, weather. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's possible, you know, that, that uh, you know uh, later on. But I mean, I think I think the pyramids go into a rebuild. I mean, you have Saqqara, Abusir, going right up to Geyser, and then further south is, uh, you know, there's ruins of pyramids on the, you know, they have the three the three pyramids in a Fibonacci, uh, uh, you know, almost alignment or the or what do they call it? What's the uh, the, the uh, Orion's Belt, you know, or the dog leg, whatever you want to call yeah. it if you if you look at the uh, the reason
1: it's, it's
0: it's when you cut into the moon's gravitational field when you finally you know as you, as you align with it the the, uh, the the northern the largest pyramid hits it first then the queen's uh, the uh, the middle pyramid gp2 and then gp3 comes in and it creates a uh, gravitational vortex uh, effect with all those three pyramids, as it rotates into this massive gravitational field here, uh, in between the Earth and the Moon. But uh, that all being said, they did they did find that the external line casing was uh, of a real low iron content, which which allowed it to uh, weather the uh, you know just weather the uh, the storms or, or last a lot longer than limestone on the inner part of the pyramid, which had a higher mm-hmm. iron content. And won't hold up as long uh, against the weather, you know, because iron just rots and rusts, and, you know, it, it just dissolves and things of that nature. So it's a, a pure limestone altogether. Where it was harvested, where it was um, quarried, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know that uh, the granite that's inside the uh, pyramids was, was uh, harvested up there, three five hundred mile, uh, four hundred fifty miles south in Aswan, which I I I actually flew, I took an in country flight down there and went to um, the Aswan Quarry. Just absolutely incredible, you know, the, uh, the again, the scale, the scale and the massive, um, you know, um, movement of these giant blocks. I mean, you know, it's 70 ton, you got 42, 70 ton beams making up the King's Chamber and the uh, relieving chambers. Mind blowing, isn't it? It's like 70 tons, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, Forty feet wide, you know, thirty feet, forty feet long by three feet thick. Mirror finishes on both sides, sandwiched together. You can't stick a piece of paper between them. You know, it's just, just absolutely. We can't do that today. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like, yeah, Yeah. people would go bankrupt even if they tried to do it. Yeah, yeah. There's no way Stone
2: Age man made that.
0: Yeah, you're you're honing these giant surfaces. They have turnbacks up on top where you go into relieving chamber. The tops of turtle back for more structural strength, you know. So they, they, you know, so everything had a had a reason. Everything that they did had a purpose, a purpose whether it was structural or a functionality purpose, you know. And uh, you know, it was there to stand the test of time. And and that's the thing. What that's the beautiful thing. It's like people can get in there and they can, uh, you know, you come up with your own theories. You know, you put a book out. You you know, do a video. You, you know, you get into conversations. You go
1: to uh, conferences. Speaking
2: of uh... Speaking of videos, I wanted to hit you up with this uh, a little bit earlier when you were talking and uh, I watched one of your videos where you were saying That when airplanes travel, they're going against the grain right? Right. So if they actually travel uh, going with the moon, with the you know, with the tide, that uh, you know, the travel time would be faster. There would be less resistance. There would what
1: be you, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Uh, you know, you want to kind of explain that to us uh, yeah. in layman's terms so people get it. I'll right. actually put the link to that video in uh, in the descriptions along with uh, your channel.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, I've yeah. got uh, the link to your books. Uh, already in the description, but uh, once the show is over guys, I'll be adding uh, John's uh, YouTube channel yeah. And uh, the number of videos that we've talked about in that so you guys can go and research for yourself And then you can see exactly what we're talking about like this video that uh, John's about to explain right now yeah, like I, I did some work with
0: that uh, thousand pound weights of carbon and um right when the moon comes up out of the horizon you know right before you see it you'll see the weights actually change a thousand pound lose like 90 pounds you know i mean it's like it's like um, you know a ten percent or a six percent uh, uh manipulation in the weight but it's and wow. right, the moon comes up, as the moon comes up that equalizes and then it goes back to a thousand pounds so it's, it's yeah so it's right where it's right where, you know, it's the cutting edge, right where the transfer is of the gravitational field. It's like following the tide. It's like yeah. when the tide starts to come in, that's when the, you have the biggest, um, you know, movement of, of uh, gravitational energy. Now, if you're taking off in a plane or like SpaceX the other day, uh, Elon Musk, which I was, I was actually on a program with him in Russia, we're on the same show. Nice. Yeah, you know, 20, 20 minutes apart from each other. We are talking about Mars. Uh, to the life of me. I don't know what I was saying. It's all in Russian, but <laughs> it, must be, it must be good enough because they didn't cut me. They left me on the show. Yeah, so... <laughs> <And laughs> you speak in Russian? Yeah. <laughs> you speak Russian? I was on a Russian TV show. Yeah, yeah you yeah. speak Russian? Uh, no, no, no. A few, a few words, you know. Yeah. I don't have a clue. I'm probably swearing or something like that. Yeah. But... <laughs> Well, I mean, it's fascinating culture. I mean, the Russian. Yeah, uh, for sure. It's just fascinating history. I mean, they used to come down to Europe and straighten out everybody every uh, hundred, couple hundred years and, you know, put them (laughs) back together again, you know. Anyways, uh, long story short. um, Yeah, like, uh, yeah, so uh, I was getting back to the mechanics. So I I saw Elon Musk. uh, Musk, uh, he he launched his SpaceX rocket. And... um, the moon was actually in the sky when he, when he uh, launched it, you know, down there in, in Florida. So I said, Oh, at least they're, at least they're uh, trying to use the, uh, the energy of the moon, the pull, you know, because it's, it's a pull, you know, it's like, if you are you know, you get the moon pulling, it's like, well, let's go with it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So the same technology, I mean it wasn't timed perfectly where the moon was coming up over the Earth horizon, but I mean, it takes a while for, uh, you know, theoretical physicists and you know, space agencies actually accept the fact <laughs> that the moon can actually be harnessed because you know, well, the pyramids are harnessing the the, uh, the, the, yeah. the you know, the uh, the energy. So, I mean, it was a time I remember uh, not too long ago, twenty, thirty years ago, like gravity wasn't energy, and I'm like, huh, what are you talking about? It runs the whole damn universe. I mean, this was coming out of like, you know, theoretical physicists that there their equations and everything. I mean, I think their theories are. Were- Kind of off Absolutely, it's insane. You know, it's like, and this is why people don't think about it because they hear this crap, and you know, we're taught to like, you know, pay attention to the smart guy with all the letters behind his name. It's like, I was like, okay, I've had enough of that nonsense. Okay, you know, you got me for twenty years. Good for you. I'm now I'm going to on you for the next thirty. You know, so (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna beat you with reality. You know, and and the observable evidence that you cannot deny. You know. So, uh, long story short, if you're uh, taking off in a plane and you catch it right at that at that uh, moment, and you travel towards that pole, you know, you're you it's just common sense. You're going to be, even though the plane's relatively light, but I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm playing with thousand pound weights, and I'm losing like you know one, two, three percent of the weight in in a certain transition period of the Earth turning. Um, planes are in the you know. Tens of thousands of pounds, hundreds of thousands of pounds. I mean, some of these planes, it's like, you know, four or 500 people on there, 200 pounds a person. It's like, and, and not to mention the fuel. And then yeah. you're a guy for 15 hours. It's like, how is this possible? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like It's just will. Like, everybody just believes it flies. Yeah. <laughs> everybody says, wait a minute, this should work. It ain't getting out the ground, you know? <laughs> It's like the people lack of participation, you know <laughs> it just won't go up don't no read anymore you know so uh yeah long story short that that's what my uh, video is it's like you know launch the planes launch you know or, or if you want to do picks we do massive picks now we lift huge amounts of you know weights hundred and seventy thousand tons 100 tons you know a quarter of a million tons. If you're going to do a pick with a crane or, you know, move something large, you, you, you might as well, you know, use the moon, you know, use yeah. the moon and rotate, you know, to, and, and it'd be a lot easier on the equipment. You're more of a success ratio. You can lift more weight, you know? And I think uh, uh, buddy out there, Coral Castle was uh, manipulating the weights based on them, based on the angle of the moon, you know, like if he yeah. was pushing his um, coral uh, stones
2: around or, you know, harvesting and a cone. cone of some sort, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He used a cone of some sort again, like a pyramidal force, yeah. where he was able to use yeah. the energy from that cone to manipulate the weight of yeah. these cones yeah. and he just manhandled them, essentially.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, what's his name? uh, uh Scanlon or something? Yeah, Ed
2: Kesling or.
0: Scaling, scan scale scaling, 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 I think it And
2: something or rather. I'll uh I'll look him up and I'll put his link into the videos. Yeah, yeah.
0: So um that'd be a great trip. I'd like to get on there one of these days. Yeah, hopefully in the middle of winter. But anyways, uh <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you, you, you have these guys yeah, who, as we do. Yeah. Now if you go to his if you go to his Coral Castle, what does he got on the coral? He's got the moon. He's got the moons all over the place. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's telling you, hey, look at this is what I was using. You know, I was using the moon's full. So there is a there is a particular time on the, uh, the tonic cycle because the moon shifts. You know, goes you know north south and you know goes across the equator and swings back to the northern hemisphere and back down to the southern hemisphere. The last full moon was in the south. You know, southern hemisphere uh, that we had tonight actually. I think is a full moon. You know, uh,
2: last night my wife uh, caught the eclipse. That was real. It was 99%. Full last night, so I think that's Yeah, my wife caught it last night. She was uh, going on her way to the next province, and uh, yeah. she was able to snap a few pics of it. And then she's like, "I didn't know what was going on with the moon. I thought it was fucking weird." And she's like, "I thought I'd take some pictures of it, anyways." And then she later found out. her son told her. She's like, "Oh, mom, it was an eclipse tonight." And she's like, "Oh shit!"
1: Yeah. I grabbed
2: pics of the eclipse tonight. I posted one up on uh, on my on my yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, uh, yeah. of uh, one of the pics that she took, but uh, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's, again, like uh, traveling in a car. You know what I mean? You're traveling in a car. She's, uh, how do they get here so fast? You yeah. Know, it's constantly stretching space-time. It may be, you know, a few minutes here, a few minutes there, but if you're traveling 70, 80 miles an hour and you're cruising into the, uh, you know, to a moonrise, yeah, you're you're going to have a time slip.
2: You know yeah you
0: know, yeah so I, I can, it's minor but it's still you'll notice that yeah you know, i got here awfully quick it, and you look at the
2: clock going out it can't be right it must have been of, of you know, know my hair on I my arm realize just, realize the
0: time or whatever when i left that's
2: yeah a, the hair on my tie on my arm just stood up when you said that see that yeah.
0: you know. well that's I a remember, good indication that's a good Yeah, indication.
2: i wonder if uh, you ever hear about that story of that dude that uh, flew from uh, the Bermuda Triangle, and he was going to Miami, yeah. and uh, he said that he went through, like, some sort of a uh, a vortex, and Miami, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, 35 minutes, an hour and a half or something like that, when it was supposed yeah. to take him, you know, like, a few hours. But, right. you know, he went through that, and boom, he was right. there. you think that has something to do with the moon? Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right into the uh,
0: moon and the planetary alignments, because the moon has a multiplier. Yeah, um, when, you have, when you have like these, uh, um, um, you know, the other planets, you, you like you at, got Saturn and Mercury
2: retrograde,
0: you got you the Earth, Mars, Mars.
2: Saturn and Jupiter retrograde, something yeah. like that happening right yeah. now.
0: You have the planets inside the uh asteroid belt, Mars, Earth, uh, Mercury, and Venus, or Venus and Mercury, towards the Sun, and then outside the uh asteroid belt, obviously Jupiter and, and Saturn. But if you get those. You get those, um, you know, those planets in alignment and you also throw the moon in there. It's a, it's a magnet, it's a gravitational magnifying effect. Yeah. And, and, it, and, 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 and um, throughout like the last uh, couple hundred years, uh, historical uh, data retrieval, that every time all the planets are on one side, all the planets are on one side of the sun, we have a 3,000% increase in volcanic activity on the planet. That was like four years ago. But that was when the Hawaiian uh, hotspot opened up and was plowing like, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of metric tons of magma. And the reason that that occurred, one you know one of the reasons it occurred was the moons. It was in the uh, middle of the moon's metonic cycle. And we had all the planets on one side of the sun. So in essence, you, you just have it's like this. You have this. Let me cast a screen here. All this big pull—you have this all this big pull from the sun, and all the planets are lined up on the sun. But and and you put you know Earth is right here in the middle, and it's getting all this gravitational yeah yeah from these outer outer planetary uh, bodies. And that's and that's what I talked about earlier in the video is the external forces. is why you have the pyramids on the planet because when you have these external forces of the planets line up. You need a, a place to uh, 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 vent the magma out, and
1: yeah,
0: current, you know, it's the only um, what do you call it? it's the only uh, uh, constant erupting volcano is the Hawaiian hotspot. So, and that that happened. There was a three thousand per, percent increase. I mean, I think we, I don't know if we had a radio interview on that or not, but I remember having, I remember doing a few radio interviews, and it was like bulk, every volcano that was on the planet, if it didn't go off, it went off. You know, it was just a matter of not when, not, not if it was when. And they were popping off in the Southern Hemisphere. They were, they were having earthquakes. There was uh, a lot of loss of life. And it was like, you know, the USGS, I sent them like, you know, big papers on this stuff going, you guys got, you know, put out the evidence and say, I mean, they went out and said, look, we you know, it looks like, um, you know, these, uh, uh, a lot of tremors, you know, we had a lot of tremors. Yeah. And the, and the people like, well, the, this Tremors every freaking week or every day, you know, we're we going to run away. It's like, so like if they went up to him and said, Hey, look, all the planets are on one side of the sun and you got tremors. The chances are you're going to have a massive uh, volcanic eruption. You're going to lose the whole village. Um, I mean, I, we lost a lot of life that year. Um, that's, but, uh, that's when Haiti happened too, right? Uh, no, Haiti was, it might've been before that. But I think there was some massive ones down in Central America, South America,
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the one in South Boston, America. Yeah. There was a huge earthquake that they said uh earthquake and eruption it moved the earth off its tilt by like point one degree or something. Yeah, yeah, it was something it was like three four earth, years that was like one, one second. Thing. Right? Some crazy, yeah. crazy shit like that. And that was like what a, a eight? Yeah. An eight on the Richter scale? Yeah. On the it was just yeah. a yeah. sick... Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 I remember that. That was a few years ago. It was a 3,000% increase in volcanic activity. And it's like, well, so I sent them the paper saying, hey, look, you know, this is, you know, when you go to tell these people next time, say, look, every time, and this happens um, five times in the last 125 years, it's not an equal, you know, you can't, it's not like an equal every every 13.3 years, we get it. It's not like that. It's like, you can get a 25-year gap, and then you might have, a seven year gap where it happens again. And then you'll have this 3,000, percent increase in volcanic activity. So, I mean, these agencies, they're just locked into their own, you know, their own, whatever their own science. And he, he's, you know, they just can't come in from the outside and start slapping people around saying you don't know what you're doing anymore. You know, and anyway, all you can do is just, you know, just point, point them in the right direction. Cause now, if you go to go to a, a people and say, hey, look, you know, you got tremors like a, I don't want to repeat myself, but it's like, hey, all the plants are on the other side. Yeah, so get, yeah. Get out. You, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, you can you can say, you know, the, the percentage has gone up almost fifty or seventy percent. You're gonna yeah. have a massive eruption. Get out of here. It, again, it's, tough um, people. it's tough for people to pick up and leave. Where are you going? You know, yeah, you know,
2: and again, John, you know, these guys they they're they're not going to heed the advice because they're okay. stuck with that narrative that they have right, right? and uh, they don't want to acknowledge the fact mostly right. probably out of ego because they yeah. didn't discover it so it must right. not be a right. kind of deal right'd so well, 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 rather put all these lives at risk than yeah. to take the advice and saying okay well these guys are telling us this so there seems to be some evidence to this right. why do we evacuate this village just in case? Right, but they're not doing that because they're saying, "Oh, well, I <laughs> yeah. discovered it, so it's not true." Right? It
0: and, yeah, I don't want to, you know. And it's and it's like they, uh, these agencies—they're constantly kicking the top guy out. So there's no, there's no, yeah. uh, there's Leader. no order from the ground up or the top down. Like nobody knows what's going on. They just yeah. go to work, and that's it. And, you know, eventually, it's a very painful, you know, uh, thing. But you need someone that's got like you know that type of uh, a degree to grab it, stop putting peer-reviewed articles out. You know, it's a long, drawn-out process trying to, trying to like, change the way these people think, you know?
1: And I got then,
2: a, an interesting uh, you know, yeah. a comment here, John. Uh, it's from uh, the buddy, uh, Sharon McQueen-Torres. Uh, she says, uh, amazing pre-cataclysmic structures, possibly even before Ice Age, amazing the comets did not hit them.
0: Okay, yeah,
2: and then I got a question here from uh, Sharon again. This is an interesting question and I kind of would like to know the answer to that myself. Uh, She says, uh, would that, speaking about the gravitational pull of the uh, planets and the moon and such, uh, this was a couple of minutes ago, uh, she said, uh, would that pull be enough to make the alien ship lose control or crash? You know, like we got Roswell and uh, things like that. So do you think that uh, what she's getting at is that would that gravitational effect from the moon have anything yeah. to do with the uh, with the crashes that are happening that we continuously see? Yeah, these guys yeah. traveling across space and time and they crash when they get to Earth.
0: Right. Well if, uh, it's a great question. It's an excellent question because you again you gotta go step up to that technology and any, any kind of, you know, inter, interstellar travel is going to be on gravitational manipulation, space mm-hmm. time manipulation. So you're, you know, whether you're using a wormhole or, um, you know, or a, uh, you know, the gravitational pull from planets, like you use it as a slingshot, you come around a planet. And, yeah,
2: you know, like we do with our satellites.
0: Yep. yep. So we do that, that type of thing or, or you're just, uh, you just, you can, you've got a gravitational field. Um, generator that's equivalent to what a star gravitational pull is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you, so you're manipulating this uh, this this uh, fabric of space. Essentially, is what the whole universe is made up of. And sure, yeah, you could go into you know you could be um, you know going interstellar, going somewhere, and then all of a sudden you come into uh, you know uh, you're crossing a, a a place like Earth's solar system, and the gravitational fields are. You know, all over the place, it could cause some kind of interference, or you would have to like shut down, or maybe you had a mechanical failure, or you know, a physical
2: failure, or something to that effect. Sure, or even and, like uh, possibly too much thrust, yeah. yeah. You know, you're coming in at a certain speed and you hit the moon's right. gravitational field, and it just pushes you even that much further. Yeah, trip yeah, you're right. You, know, you your breaks on a winter, icy road, and you, know, and you crash. Yeah, I mean, you it in 1959. You end up in 2020. You know, 2020. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? it's
0: like, how the hell did we get here? Oh, my God, you know. CF <laughs> here, brother. That's what
2: 2020 is. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, the character on, uh, there's no word of a lie, the character in, uh, of Biff in uh, Back to the Future was, was uh was uh, uh, taken from Donald Trump, you know. No shit. That character was Biff's character was Biff, based. No, no way. Yeah. Casinos, remember, you went back to the town. there was casinos everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was Donald Trump, you know. Biff was. Oh, no way. was hysterical, you know. It's like Hollywood. Somebody's, somebody's uh, actors are uh, tapped in. They just, uh,
2: they're, they're really uh, switched on when they make these these movies, you know. I'd say the directors, some of the actors, possibly when they do the uh, research, guys like uh, Heath Ledger from uh, you know Dark Knight,
1: oh, yeah, uh, yeah, guys
2: yeah. like that, when they really look into their character and yeah. uh, learn I, from it. Yeah. I would say the directors are the ones that are. Uh, you know, really opened up the things, right? Like guys like that uh, that produced uh, the Matrix. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Or uh, I think it's you know. the actors. I think you're right. It's the actors that really bring it into bring it into. Yeah. You know, like
2: guys, you know? guys like Keanu Reeves or Jack Nicholson or uh, you know, yeah. these guys so often they study their character to. You know, hey, you're dying. I'm doing a character about people yeah. dying. Tell me about it. How does it feel? <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: You know, yeah. Right? They really done their research into it, yeah. right? And they portray that. Yeah, you know, they that call they, call they, yeah. 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 They understand, right? They they really get at Some of these guys. Uh, there's some really brilliant actors out there. When, uh, yeah. Like that true. are. Yeah. Not yeah. so much so, but uh, you know, thank you very much, John. It's been uh, two hours and fifteen minutes, brother. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Out. We did it good, man. I didn't think I had anything to say. Yeah, yeah time just like, like that, man. Every talk we do is usually about two two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to, you know, I want to thank you very much for, uh, you know, giving me your time here on July the 5th, the day after the 4th of July. Sure. Sorry, it's the party in yesterday and, uh, you know, give me your time today. So, uh, you know, thank you very much. Uh, right, really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we always have a good chat uh, oh, every yeah. time. Come on, and uh, you know, and and you know, this was mostly uh, you know motivated for me by uh, my podcasters because I'd uh, you know put up a couple of our episodes from previous talks, and uh, you know they uh, had a lot of downloads, and uh, it showed me that uh, you know people are interested in learning about this, and they want to hear about this. That's kind of why I wanted to incorporate the uh, pyramid gravity force, and uh, there's something about married together in one. Yeah. People get a, uh, you know, a deeper insight into you so that uh, they don't think that uh, you know, you're just about pyramids, right. right? You're more about the moon than you are about the pyramid, right? So, uh, Ooh, yeah, I'm a moon child. I was born yeah. in the you know, moon, man, yeah. but,
0: uh, you, know, people, you know. I thought people, you know. I'm at the moon tonight. As soon as they get out, I'm going out, I'm going to start screaming, you know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, I thought the people that uh, downloaded these episodes, yeah. I thought I'd give them, uh, you know, a, a deeper insight and uh, right. a different insight into who you are, as uh, as a person and as an author. And uh, you know, the goal of Watchers Talk, uh, right from day one, was um, you know about uh, exposing the author as a person. Mm. Uh, you know, mm. not the uh, you know not the research that they've put out. The research that they've put out is is important, but in you know from my perception, you know it's just half important because in order for a person to understand what you're saying, they mm-hmm. need to understand who you are as a person, right? They need to see your humor. They need yes. to see how you talk. They need to see how you carry yourself. They need to you know see your mind process as to how you approach questions and how you navigate the, uh, the information, right? So for me, that was the uh, you know, big motivator for me to get watchers talk established right. the way it is today and also for this particular show because of the fact that I just started my podcast and, uh, you know, there's people that are following me and that don't know my work and uh, they don't know the people that, uh, you know, I bring on that I expose. But so for me, my angle is to, um, you know, not really highlight the information that the research that you're showing out but my main focus is to highlight you as a person right The person will connect with you and saying oh hey i like this guy i like john or you know i like klaus or you know i like this person i think i'm going to go and buy their book and uh, and read it because now that i want listen to them i can you know relate when i'm reading the book you know then they can hear you laughing Dude. Right, making jokes and, you know, explaining yourself as you do in your unique way, right. then, like, you know, for me, that's, uh, you know, that's the main motivator for uh, for my watchers talk anyways. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and I want to thank you again, John, for, uh, you know, giving me your time coming on and, uh, and sharing this information with us because, uh, you know, it really, it needs to get out, man. We're stuck in this. Mind thought of like aliens built the pyramids, and uh, you know, uh, you know, the Atlanteans built the pyramids, or you know, whatever the case may be. You know, it, it could be true, it might not be true, but you know, for me, after I read your books, you know, uh, <clears throat> Pyramid Gravity Force, when I read that, uh, it blew my mind. I uh, read a few of them, you know, I read uh, Christopher Dunn's books, and I uh, read a couple other pyramid based books. Uh, for me there's only a couple of books that really make a whole lot of sense as to uh, you know as to why these pyramids were built and that's really my biggest question as to why they were built I don't really care who built them or why they built them they are there there let's forget about let's forget about it let's worry about the function of why they're there
1: right. you know
2: it, it's my uh, it's my main concern and then when I read this book you know it uh, it really answered uh, a lot of questions you know as you can see i wear glasses i don't have the best sight in the world and uh people have been telling me my whole life Do you see the man on the moon and i always say no you know and then uh you know i met my wife amy and uh she's like hey honey you see the man on the moon and i was looking i was like no i don't i don't see it you know we all talking about all this shit on the moon i don't see it i don't see it
1: you know and, uh, and then i
2: read this book You know. The, uh, Something <laughs> about the moon and uh, what is it? Page uh, one twenty-five, yeah. one twenty-three, and then when I saw that, <laughs> I really, I mean, exactly a man on the moon. Yeah, yeah. Let me just put that in the big the big picture here for a second. For all you podcasters, if you want, uh, I'm just showing uh, an image, uh, page one twenty-three uh, mm-hmm. from. Uh, There's something about the moon. Uh, John has uh, you know these. Uh, what is it? One, two, three, four, five images. Uh, Mm. clearly marked out on the moon and right next to it you see the dark dark patches of the moon where you know somebody like me has a you know a very difficult time in uh trying to you know create uh, you know creativity creativity wise trying to make those pictures and then once i read that book now i look at the moon you know and that's the image that you know, rolls through my head, and I sit there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, look, there's a man on the moon." There it is, there's man. There's the goat. There's the snake. You know, and I, you know, I see it now. So, oh, I, you know, man. thank you very much for that. For you know, just personally enlightening me. Uh, I really appreciate that. And uh, you know, again, John, thank you. Um, maybe the beer's talking now. Man, <laughs> man. It's like I'm just here to pass the baton
0: off. You know, I do my work. We just like all the authors out there, all the researchers, you. You're bringing it collectively. You're bringing us all together, so we can, you know, uh, get this uh, uh, mind mindset. You know, this mental energy, and yeah. you know, people grab it and they they take it. I have no idea where it's going to go, but I know, you know, it's 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 a need that uh, humanity needs, to, you know, to put this stuff together for its own survival and 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 to uh, understand, you know, where we came from and uh, how to prevent things to go bad again, you know, and and stuff Yeah. Stop the endless the cycle, stop the endless cycle of violence and stupidity,
2: you know? Stop the hate, uh, go back to the yeah. love frequency because, uh, you know, right. love is the only frequency and everything else is just an illusion. Right. Don't be uh, afraid. So, Do not, yeah, be once, afraid, you know? Once you go to love, uh, you know, you'll. Uh, it's addictive, you know. You'll uh, you'll want it again and again and again and more and more and more and stronger and stronger and stronger. That's why I love, why I love
0: coming on because we get into these real deep philosophical yeah. uh, things. I and mean, we were talking about this there, but we, we uh, uh, when I'm on with you, we always go into a deep philosophical uh, mindset, you know. And we're, we're like, you know, speaking from the soul. Really. Yeah, it just it reverberates. The energy reverberates out, reverberates and.
2: You know, For sure, we uh, we start off with uh, you know a certain topic in mind, and we try to yeah. stick to it. But uh, you know, through uh, you know, two and a half hour conversation, you know, uh, oh, you know things, you know, just the conversation evolves, and you go from place to place to place. But at the end, we always do uh, you know a whole full circle, and we always come back to it, right. and uh, you know, and connect it somehow, and. Uh, you know and, and that's what uh, you know folks want and that's what they need to hear because there's a lot of they hear a lot of bullshit a lot of garbage you know yeah. a lot of fake stuff on uh you know on on the internet on youtube even for clicks and likes you yeah. know a video uh you know here's a video i want you to watch my ad and then uh you know and then you can watch the show i'm guilty of that i do that as well but i you know i have to pay for my platform but uh you know for me, you know, really? I feel that these types of conversations are what um, you know really grows yeah. the uh, the grassroots, right? Because we're really really going strong. back to the grassroots at that time, and you
0: hear it,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: back to the research, back to the paper, and you know, and just breaking it down and saying, "Well, how did this happen? And how did that happen? And what do you think about this and this and that?" And anyways, before this uh, gets into three hours long because I could probably talk to you again for another two, three hours, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I literally could. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back and do another one, man. We'll Absolutely. Time. So, guys, uh, my name is Omar. Coming at you guys from uh, British Columbia, Canada with my friend John, John Shaughnessy. Coming at you guys from the United States of America, mm-hmm. author of uh, The Pyramid Gravity Force. And there's something about the moon.
1: Mm-hmm. The link
2: is uh, in the uh, description of this video. And uh, the uh, other links that we were talking about uh, to his YouTube channel, as well as, uh, you know, the videos that we talked about, I will also add those links into the description of this video. And uh, please, after uh, you know, you're done watching this video, go down into the descriptions, hit that link and uh, it'll take you straight to Goodreads and, uh, you know, buy one of John's books, you know, or actually buy them both because uh, it'll be the best thing that uh, you could probably do for yourself. Uh, when it comes to uh, understanding and uh, getting a grasp on you know this whole Pyramid thing and this whole moon thing because you know, there's a lot of information out there on this stuff I mean like there's tons of it a lot of confusing information to you because the one guy's trying to sell you on this Another guy's trying to sell you on that.
1: Mm. You know, I'm not
2: trying to sell you on anything You know, I'm just simply saying, you know, I read this book. I read it and uh, you know I didn't buy it on the first round because I didn't understand it. And then I went back and I read it again. And then I somewhat understood it. And I went back and I read it again. And then I kind of understood it. And I went back and I read it again. And then after reading it about 12 or 13 times, like literally, man, I read this thing like 12 or 13 times, I finally got it. Right, I finally understood what John's trying to tell me in this book, and then through interviews like this, like we were talking earlier, I was saying, You probably guys heard me saying, I get it now, I get it now. It's because I read this fucking thing like 12, 13 times, and then now when I sit with the researcher, with the author, and he tells me, and I'm saying, I get it now, I get it now. Yeah. You know, I literally, I get it now, I understand what he's saying, and same thing with the uh. But the, uh, there's something about the moon, you know, as I was telling you, I wear glasses. People told me my whole life, you know, hey, look, on the moon, you see that? You see that? You see that? I was like, no, 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 I don't see it. Yeah. And then I see the graph on uh, page 123 of the book, and I was like, oh, I get it. Now every time I look at the moon, that's all I see.
1: You yeah. know,
2: like literally, that's all I see. And every time I see it, it's like, oh, John, oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's, uh, that's what comes across yeah. my head so, uh, you know. Much thank you for that, and uh, you know everybody. Thank you for uh, tuning in to uh, watch another episode of uh, Watchers Talk, and uh, you know hopefully I've got a uh, another good show coming up for you guys. You know I just swing it. I just don't. Uh, I don't line anything up. Well, I guess I kind of do, but I don't. Uh, you know I I cruise things, Facebook, Instagram things, and I find things and I say to myself, oh well, they'll be interesting to talk about and. Then I go and I find a guest and I bring them on. So it could be a week before I do a show. It could be two weeks. Uh, it could be three months, like the hiatus that I've taken in the past. You know, three four months before I find a guest to uh, bring on. But uh, definitely, you can uh, you know depend on one thing from me is that I'm just not going to bring anybody on to my show. Uh, my show has credibility. I've uh, brought on some uh, you know very you know uh, good researchers. Uh, you know, world renowned researchers. And for me to add just anybody to the show would be uh, kind of taken away from uh, guys like John and uh, Bruce Cunningham and uh, Valerie uh, Orlov or, uh, you know, Klaus Donner or Jeffrey Boyd Jr. And I can just go on with the names. So uh, one of the reasons why there's so much space in between my shows is because I'm looking for, you know, good material. I just don't want to, you know, I don't do my shows for, you know, subscribers Mm. or for likes on my shows. Uh, I've been around for five years and I don't even have 1,300 subscribers, okay, so, you know, I don't do it for that, I do it for, you know, to get the information out and uh, I appreciate you guys who have been following me for years and, uh, you know, I love you guys very much and I hope to see you guys on the next show and hopefully it's going to be about pyramids again, Uh, it's going to be with um, Stephen Myers uh, with the uh, Pyramid uh, Pump Foundation or uh, Pharaoh's Pump Foundation uh, hopefully, I'm going to have him on here in uh, in the next few days. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, keep an eye on the channel, and uh, I'll uh, definitely let you guys know. So uh, much love to you guys, and uh, also shout out to uh, my homie Full Spectrum Universe. Uh, just started his uh, channel. Uh, you guys uh, go and check it out uh, on uh, YouTube and also on Facebook. You guys will find uh, some really uh, fresh material and uh, you know some uh, new energy into uh, some of this uh, you know stuff that uh, Rob is talking about and uh, one of these days uh, I'll be a guest on the show talking about uh, who knows what but uh, you know end of that thank you very much everyone much love and uh, much love to you John thank you and uh, we will uh, catch you guys on the flip and uh, please stay safe uh, wear a mask if you don't want to don't wear one if you don't want to it really doesn't matter uh, as long as you keep that, uh, you know, uh, social distancing and uh, wash your hands and uh, just be worried about, uh, you know, who you're around and uh, just keep a mental note if you're around. And if you get sick, then uh, you'll know, you know, who was around and uh, you can notify them or uh, maybe they can notify you. But uh, beyond that, uh, stay safe. Don't fall into the mind trap of this COVID-19 and all this social distancing and all this 1984 that we got going on. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not, who knows? And uh, that's the problem with uh, all this misinformation that's out there. Some are trying to give you information and some are giving you misinformation. Now people are confused and uh, we don't know what the fuck, whether the shit is true or not. So, by you know, the best thing that we can do is uh, just take uh, precautionary measures and uh, keep ourselves safe, keep our family safe. Most importantly, keep the elderly safe. Uh, They're the ones that, uh, you know, Got us to where we are today. So, with that said, man, much love to y'all, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip.
0: Peace
2: out, man. Peace out from my buddy John Shaughnessy. I actually call him the Shaughnessy. (laughs) Peace out, guys. (laughs) Catch you on the flip,